Hey guys and welcome back to It's Your Life and this is Mind the Podcast with your host Charlotte Emily Price. So today I have a lovely guest on, we've got Grace. Hello. <laughs> um, and we're going to be talking about meditation, spirituality, mm-hmm. womb healing, a lovely open conversation about it and educating other people about what you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sounds so, great. How are you doing, first of all? Great, made it, we made it, yes. the weather is amazing, yeah. so yeah, I'm feeling really good. good feeling, feeling really good spirit, life's really good. Amazing. Feeling very balanced, um, and yeah, I'm just excited to speak to you about this, because yeah. obviously I've sort of Instagram been friends with you for yeah. a while, <laughs> so it's nice to be hooking up and hanging out Mm -hmm. by doing this Mm -hmm. you know before it was through fashion and now it's actually through well-being yeah and that's just amazing that we've both gone on this path Mm -hmm. um and then we've reconnected in this way more so Mm -hmm. than the other way yeah absolutely yeah so it's good to hear that you're doing really well pleased to hear that do you want to sort of give a bit of a rundown of like what you currently do yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so i am a spiritual teacher So that, in a sense, is um, basically helping people connect to their soulful aspect of themselves to learn how to, you know, I mean, I believe we're all spiritual anyway. We're all spiritual having a human experience. So there's no one person that is spiritual and the other person who is not. But we've kind of lost a lot of how to connect to like that soulful mm-hmm. spiritual energy, which, which is so important mm-hmm. to live a fulfilling life. Um, and so I help people reconnect back to that, mm-hmm. you know, reconnect back to the hidden realms within them, their creativity, their sparks. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the time people feel like they're missing something or they feel unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. And usually this is because they're seeking outside of themselves. Um, and spirituality is a great pathway mm-hmm. to lean into, um, even just gently. You know, it's not going like out there and too woo-woo if you don't want mm-hmm. to, but just gently leaning into it so you can start to access mm-hmm. those parts of you that want to be turned back on, yeah. the parts of you that want to be re-sparked, mm-hmm. the parts of you that are going to bring you that inner fulfillment, the inner joy, the inner pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, and spirituality is, I believe, a core foundation to be feeling and living a fulfilled life. Yeah. So I teach people how to, you know, meditate, but meditate in so many different fun ways. Mm-hmm. I teach people how to set up their sacred altars. Um, this can even be in feng shui in their houses. Um, I teach people how to connect to the land, how to work with plants and the land. And even if they're going out on a walk, mm-hmm. to go for a walk spiritually rather than mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach people just fun things about spirituality that people might think is like witchy or like mystical. Um, but for me, that's always been really important to tap back into that mystic energy that we all had as kids. Come mm-hmm. on. All of us loved the witch stuff as kids. Yeah. Like we were so into it. Mm-hmm. I, most 
most women I speak to are yeah. like, I, I made my own uh, perfumes with flowers from the garden. And yeah. I used to love, you know, making all these different Potions things. in and, the garden. Yeah, I used to do that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like that inner mystery and mm. um, spiritual practice that we've done for thousands of years mm. as women. Like we used to crush berries up to make lipstick and, and you know, blusher thousands mm. of years ago. Mm. Um, and all those really pleasurable exciting fun things that I guess when we get older we tend to just brush aside Mm -hmm. or we're told it's not validated so I bring people back into their spiritual being their spiritual way of living that creates more fun and joy they're really high vibrations fun Mm -hmm. and joy Mm -hmm. um and then I also go even deeper into spirituality so I can teach people how to connect to their spirit guides. Um, I can teach people, you know, angels, uh, card readings or how to connect to their angels or how to use sacred geometry, um, how to connect to um, poison plants, how to have more interconnection with Mother Earth. Um, I teach people around their chakras, their energy points, cleanse and protection mm-hmm. through energy, um, and manifestation as well. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the spiritual aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really important to dive into before going into deep, deeper womb healing because mm-hmm. it's you've got to know who you are and at least have some type of spiritual connection to yourself to do the healing work right because if you just jump straight into something you might get overwhelmed um you might not have a practice that where you know you can bring your anxiety down Mm -hmm. so i see it a lot i see i see it so much of people just jumping into like deep healing work with no spiritual groundwork and they can stop doing it or they can get Mm -hmm. frightened um so i teach the spirituality and also the womb healing which is uh, if i keep it really as simple as i can for now in this moment like the, the three core pillars to womb healing is one like becoming aware of it and becoming aware of everybody came from that space everybody was born there birthed from there and we wouldn't exist without a womb so in that aspect it's really coming back to the sacredness of what a womb is Mm -hmm. physically um but then also the energetic space of the womb so Mm -hmm. if you no longer have a womb you still have an energetic space even men have an energetic space there um but yeah the the second pillar is then your menstrual cycle um starting to look at your menstrual cycle your relationship with your Mm -hmm. blood your menstrual cycle are you getting pains do you have emotional pain are you numb completely or do you not have a cycle is there fertility challenges you know the increase in endometriosis cysts things like that can be all you know the realms of the womb Mm -hmm. and then the third pillar is you know connecting to the death and rebirth of the womb and manifestation so everything we create in life uh, comes from the womb because we are created from Mm -hmm. the womb so it's it's womb healing then goes into what we store there Mm -hmm. Um, everything we think about everything we process in the mind is sent down to the womb to be nurtured if you have a thought if you have you know something that is going on in your life your womb space will hold that and nurture it and then birth it for you so we're either birthing pleasure or pain 
It's usually mm-hmm. one or the other, or chaos or paradise. Mm-hmm. So it's the space of manifestation as well. Yeah, I find this really interesting because I don't know anything about it and it would just be nice to yeah, like have a chat with you, especially because I feel like when it comes to spirituality or being spiritual people Mm. are so skeptical yeah I don't know if that's because people are scared like you were saying a minute ago like are people frightened to look at themselves more deeply or is it just because of the way the media portrays spirituality or women as being ditzy because they're into spirituality like I think there's like a cluster of things that give it a stigma Mm. and how do you find that from your perspective Okay, so... Before we obviously go into more... Yeah, everything you've just said Mm -hmm. comes from judgment, right? Mm -hmm. So judgment is a wounded masculine energy. And the society we live in is a wounded masculine template. Absolutely. So the wounded masculine energy of judgment, control, fitness in boxes, linear Mm -hmm. um, structure, it's, it's a container and... I mean, you can. This can go so deep because it's so vastly deep with our ancestors from thousands of years ago mm-hmm. with women that have been, you know, silenced. Um, and so, when we are looking at spirituality, I think the first thing you said was um, people are skeptical. Yeah. So people who are skeptical skeptical of spirituality are looking at spirituality as something that's outside of them yeah so when you realize you're a spiritual being that everything you know actually comes from within your intuition your creations you know like I always say if you want to make the most amazing perfume in the world you've got to be able to go in and say how does this feel Mm -hmm. what does it make me feel like does it make me feel good does it make me feel like I can conquer the world you know you're one of those gorgeous Mm -hmm. perfumes Mm -hmm. it doesn't come from the mind yeah it comes from the inner soulful feelings Mm -hmm. and then you use the mind to create the marketing or you know whatever you've got to do but everything is a creation And so if you're skeptical about spirituality, it's usually because there is a fear. And I think that's the second thing you just said. And the fear is also a mind-based, again, masculine structure. Um, And it's difficult because I have a lot of women that come to me that say, if I open this box up, Like, what if I can't deal with this emotion? What if I can't deal Mm -hmm. with what comes up for me? What if I release a trauma that is going to make me go into a deeper hole? Or how can and where can I start? And that's where your, like, meditation practices and learning these simple, like, spiritual techniques is so important Mm -hmm. if you're going to start opening those Mm -hmm. those boxes or unlocking them. But usually... um, People who fear are just simply scared of the unknown. And usually it's actually women fear more of this because they're scared of their own power. Mm-hmm. And that might sound really, you know, daft to think, how can someone be scared of their own power? But we've, women haven't had, uh, you know, had, you know, the ability to hold power mm-hmm. for thousands of years. Yeah. So it's it's scary for us. It's scary for us to hold money. It's scary for us to hold relationships, businesses. It's scary for us to lead from our own inner masculine because we've not been uh, we've not been given those opportunities. So unlocking things for women 
is like us learning a whole new language mm-hmm. um, and facing your emotions and facing past traumas is scary. So I'm not going to sit here and lie and say it's not because it is scary. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people don't feel like they can change their lives mm-hmm. because they just cannot get past that fear. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would always seek out somebody who is going to guide you really gently and make you feel safe in those spaces to face them, which is like a spiritual coach or um, somebody who's very in touch with their emotions that's been through it. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk therapy is good, but I find it's very mental again. Um, and we need to really get to the roots of things to be able to transform them into more love. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the fear is definitely one that's mm-hmm. there and we cannot hide that, you know. If, you know, it wasn't even too long ago that we were burnt at the stake for like crushing berries to make makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, midwives were even burnt at the stake if a baby was to die. They were told you're a witch, you killed the baby, you know, well, we're going to burn you. There was up to 9 million women and children killed in the witch hunt trials overall. Mm-hmm. 9 million. And what happened in the trials was it stopped women from accessing their intuition or feeling safe. Mm-hmm. It stopped us from speaking out, so we started to get silenced. Mm-hmm. It stopped us from creating our own magic. It's, you know, it stopped us from bonding as women. And this is where um, a lot of sisterhood women wounds come from, where we feel unsafe with women. Because in the witch hunt trials, we were told to go against each other, we would throw each other under the bus. So there's still internal fear that women have to speak up. Yeah. in their own magic yeah. or in their own spiritual realms of what lives within yeah. them yeah why it feels innate to compete and compare each other in everything we do whether that's physically or in, in a successful way yeah yeah because it got so unsafe mm-hmm. for us you know that generational trauma is genuinely passed down to our you know our parents our grandparents our ancestors and so we've just got to try and gently soften ourselves into our mysterious feminine our mystery our mystic vibration that involves meditation it might involve you know like making sprays and oils or just really start to tap into those mystical feminine Mm -hmm. things that we've you know desired and dreamed of still doing but we've never felt safe you know we're not getting burnt anymore we're not getting killed so we have to just remember we're safe Mm -hmm. and that's always something that I teach is to know that they are safe and nothing's gonna happen and you're good and it's just gently reminding Mm -hmm. people of that yeah yeah tapping more into the womb healing side of things I feel like I don't know about you, but when I was at school, we were really rushed through the menstrual cycle. We were only told maybe the scientific hormonal side of things, like these specific hormones fluctuate throughout your period. But that was about it. We never got taught about the emotions you'd feel, what you'd physically feel, how that is over a month period of time rather than that week. I think Mm. a lot of, there's a lot of miscommunication. I think even my my mum or my grandparents like to this day still think that your period is just that week mm. like although you are menstruating 
obviously like it's physically there you can see it you yeah. are menstruating over the heart well, not menstruating sorry your p- cycle is over the whole month yeah um and that's something that i also want to learn and teach myself more on mm. because you can really help yourself i mean you you say yeah. that you help people with their like like lifestyle i guess changes or yeah. how it can affect your relationships with people yeah. if you become more in tune with your cycle oh yeah like it's it's so powerful Mm -hmm. like again and it's a spiritual practice again you know I believe the menstrual cycle the divine intelligence you know is so spiritual it's so sacred it's like the most amazing sacred thing that you could ever do so would you do you want me to guide you through something now to connect to your womb and the yeah. listeners if it, they want to join them? Yeah, if you're happy to. Yeah, like, I don't want to. fine. If you're yeah. not comfortable to do that, but yeah. Of no, I think it would be really to. nice because mm-hmm. then when we go on to this, um, like we just said, we're taught the logic, we're taught the science, we're taught all this stuff from the mind. Mm-hmm. And it's really good if the listeners and you and I, we start to receive information through the body rather than just through the mind. So. I can just take you through a really couple of minute just connection to your womb. Anyone who's listening, as long as you're not driving or got heavy machinery, then they can they can do it too. But we're just gonna just connect to it and just um, just feel it, mm-hmm. and that's just the first step. And then um, I can talk a little bit about the womb, and then you can receive you know the information I'm giving to you through your body, through your womb, rather than just through the mind. Mm-hmm amazing so if you place your hand in a triangle position like this this represents the moon and the feminine turn it upside down and then just placing your hands just on your womb perfect just resting down your eyes just for a moment and just starting to breathe just consciously breathe just landing into your body so just leaving the day behind leaving the future behind doesn't exist just being in your body and i just want you to imagine yourself dropping from the mind so you might want to imagine yourself sliding into the womb or climbing down a ladder into the womb straight through your midline and just dropping into that space where your hands are rested and just feeling the warmth of your skin and your stomach and just breathing into this area so usually we tend to forget to breathe or we breathe really hard and high but we just want to take some nice gentle breaths into the womb space into this amazing organ your womb is your uterus It's the skin, the layers of your womb, your fallopian tubes, your sexual organs, your pelvis, your cervix, this whole beautiful space. And it's okay if you don't feel any connection or it's not that strong because you're already igniting something This is not about fixing yourself or trying to be something else. It's about remembering who you are. It's about remembering your sacred space, your womb space of where everyone comes from. 
And I just want you to feel into this space. And just witness. How does it feel to even bring your awareness here out of the mind and actually into your womb? How does it feel to just be with this space only? Feeling into any thoughts or any sensations or feelings that are emerging. And just getting curious. You might awaken your divine feminine in your womb and she may have been sleeping for all this time. You get to come back into this connection And just sensing if there's anything you're holding there, anything that feels heavy. Just knowing that that's accepted and that's absolutely perfect for you. And I'd like you to just send a signal from your heart down to your womb of love. Just love from your heart down to your womb. Just signaling pure unconditional love. I love you. I see you. I'm connected to you. And this is perfect. For sending love into this space from the heart. Any kind of love or joyful emotions you want to send there. And just really feeling into what is love? What does love feel like for you? How does unconditional, pure, uplifting love feel? Does it feel gentle and exciting and balanced, harmonious? Does it feel open and expansive? Does it feel free and pleasurable and sensual and love feels joyful? And you just start to feel any space open up here from your womb, from your body. As you feel into what love is for you, feels for you. And just holding this love in your womb space, in your womb bowl. And bathing in this frequency of love throughout the rest of the podcast. Allowing it to ripple through and around you. And even if you want to bathe in this frequency of love from the womb for the rest of your day. But always remembering in any times of mental struggle your womb space and your heart, the love and the creativity. This simple hand movement onto your womb and bring you back to life. Back to love, back to pleasure. Just breathing in and out and in your own time, just opening your eyes, coming back to the space.
How do you feel? I feel really light. I find it sometimes difficult to do like meditative practices where it's complete silence because I mm. find that my brain just goes crazy. And I think that's just purely because I haven't learned to embrace that silence yeah. and yeah connect with myself maybe it's subconsciously me avoiding connecting with myself I'm not sure but yeah I, I love something that's guided and mm. something like that just is really powerful I think and I mean I've I've always struggled with my own menstrual cycle I, okay. I, I think I've got endometriosis or PCOS one mm-hmm. of the two yeah I'm still trying to get some answers but yeah I feel like I have a lot of trauma maybe built up in that from I guess years of medical gaslighting and the pain and whatever is going on down there so yeah I feel like it is this is really important to me I guess to connect more with myself and stop avoiding yeah 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 and everything you just said I think so many people listening will resonate with Mm -hmm. and I really want to reassure people that it doesn't mean there's something wrong with us in a sense that this is our fault because we can put so much blame and pressure on ourselves as women if something's not going how we want it to go with the womb or our menstrual cycle and we have to always go back to what I said earlier is that we're born into a society that has not taught us how to connect to this space so we're relearning this this Mm -hmm. is literally like learning a new language you're learning the new language of the womb and the womb's language is things like pain it's things like headaches menstrual cycle pain um it signals to you in perhaps endo or um pox or or cysts or anything like that because for thousands of years we haven't been connecting Mm -hmm. to this space because we've been taught it's woo-woo and you can't do that for one you'll be killed for two you're crazy you know just push down all of those emotions avoid them and you'll be fine and it builds up and we get a clear map with our menstrual cycle that tells us where we need to give ourselves more love not where we need to fix ourselves where we simply need to accept ourselves and give ourselves more love Mm -hmm. and I think trauma healing work is so important I've had to do a lot but it's also looking at your traumas as not something again where you need to fix mm-hmm. is looking at them of acceptance and love and changing the frequency mm-hmm. of the trauma rather than getting rid of it yeah because that shaped who we were mm-hmm. it's shaped who we are as beings if we didn't have it we wouldn't be where we are right now so it's it's not dismissing the masculine it's not dismissing our traumas and our pains it's simply reconnecting in a new way mm-hmm. and so just simply even starting by doing that 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 hand movement before you sleep every night just checking in on her you know how you doing Mm -hmm. womb like get a name from her mine's got a name Mm -hmm. I've got a name for mine and sometimes she'll tell it you and you know this is a a feminine part of us Mm -hmm. we have so many fragments of who we are she's just one of them Mm -hmm. but she's a really important one of them Mm -hmm. for us So that's a really great place to start is just connecting with your hands, Mm -hmm. just giving her some love, um, waking her up a little bit, you know, letting her know she's safe to express. When she starts being heard and loved by you, your pains will start to decrease and she'll start to, you know, bring things up. So this is where perhaps 
it might get challenging in terms of I need to go and get some help with mm-hmm. just talking to someone or moving through this pain or this trauma release. Um, but as soon as we move past that, which can be easy sometimes, really easy, and sometimes it can be challenging, that's usually where the root cause is coming from mm-hmm. as to why she's you know, screaming at us sometimes with pain. Yeah. And a lot of the time when we are in pain through the womb, our neural pathways can get really numbed out because we start to develop coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. to stop the pain. And usually that's like what you just said, avoidance. Mm -hmm. We think if we avoid it, the pain's going to go away. So we take a lot of tablets uh, or we we mentally block it out. Mm -hmm. What that actually does is it cuts us off from our our core neural pathway, Mm -hmm. like our vagus nerve that goes from our throat, wraps around our womb, straight to the cervix. And that that neural pathway can only hold pleasure or pain. Mm-hmm. So if we're holding pain, we're just going to keep repeating the pain. Yeah. So in times of pain on the menstrual cycle or womb pain, doing that practice that I just went through with you, simply sending love and creating the new neural pathways of pleasure... Mm-hmm starts to then increase the pleasure senses and the pain starts to decrease. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like going to the gym and just building a new muscle up or, you know, taking the time out to cook your meal, you know, that nutritional meal that's going to really, you know, feed what you need, that drinking your water, you know, it's as simple practice as that, Mm -hmm. reconnecting back to the womb and how she's feeling. Um, so yeah, one way to look at if your womb is needing a little bit of help and love is any pains, um, any fertility challenges, um, obviously things like endo, um, and also if the cycle is regular or irregular is another way to look at if she's just needing some more love and it sounds woo-woo and some people might be like that's so simple how can that work I've had clients who've got pregnant their cysts have gone within a year completely you know I've had clients who have had a period and they've never had one for two years after one session it's because they're simply just reclaiming that part of who they were that we've never been taught to 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 even love Mm -hmm. we've been taught to avoid it since we were at school yeah you know, it's messy, it's dirty, mm-hmm. it's smelly, it's, it's gross. Like, I can't even walk down the street thinking if I'm going to bleed through my pants. The mm-hmm. constant worry mm-hmm. of the period. Oh, am I going to come on on holiday? Or, yeah. oh, like, it's, it's been such um, a challenge for women that we've just numbed ourselves off, off from it rather than go, how can I love it? How can I now face the period yeah you know our blood is not red for no reason it's so she's showing us i'm here like see me mm-hmm. recognize me like this is part of who you are as a woman and the more we accept that this comes with being a woman the more we start to release that pain because mm-hmm. it's a lot of frustration for us yeah. you know and especially when we're not taught because all we want to do is be shown the way yeah all we want is love and care. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I do with my clients is I always ask them and I'll ask you, you know, were you taught anything about, um, you know, methods of um, your period? So 
did anybody show you around tampons or sanitary towels or was it just something that you know we talk about with our friends like at least one one person's mom's got to have shown them all sister (laughs) yeah I think for me it wasn't completely unspoken about I've always been quite open when it comes to my cycle and I'm very vocal about it and I know some people are very very quiet about theirs um but I don't think I was ever taught like this is how you put a tampon in this is how you use a pad like I think it was just more like get on with it yourself in private and Mm. don't don't discuss it yeah so that's usually the most common answer is like actually no it's very private you don't really discuss it you the tampon hurts when you first put it in like we go through all this stuff um and one thing I get my clients to do is write a letter to their self when they first came on the period and teach them in the letter teach them everything you know now Mm -hmm. to go back and just do that in a teenager or if you were more you know below teenage age that inner child healing Mm -hmm. yeah um because she needs to know she needs to feel safe because you know on a spiritual soulful level this is where my spiritual practice comes in is um those fragments of us that were scared and frightened and didn't know what to do Mm -hmm. we 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 hold that still in the womb so if you can go just write her a letter and just give her the directions tell her where to go to shop for them you know you know make her feel safe um then you'll instantly feel a lift because that that aspect of you as that child or teenager is being reparented Mm -hmm. and we have the ability to reparent ourselves so I always get clients to do that to really go back and you can do that with anything you want to Mm -hmm. reparent yourself with and I always recommend if you're reparenting around the menstrual cycle is firstly you also have to start tracking your menstrual cycle Mm -hmm. because you can't reparent or parent if you're not doing it yourself or you're not really embodying that yourself Mm -hmm. so start tracking your menstrual cycle start tracking your moods start tracking it with the moon cycles if you have irregular ones you can still use the moon cycles Mm -hmm. um and just just begin there just begin Mm -hmm. somewhere Mm -hmm. um and then you can give that advice on in your letter or something like Mm -hmm. that also look at the products you're using because Mm -hmm. Where a Tampax lies is directly linked to... Well, it's directly pushing against our cervix. Yeah. And on the cervix, again, it's connected to our vagus nerve, which wraps around the womb, through all around our vital organs, up to our throat. So if you've got a toxin in a tampon that your cervix is absorbing, and that's going through your nervous system, and you've got toxins running through your nervous system... It, it can be quite, you know, no wonder we've got pain and mm-hmm. suffering and disconnect. So looking at more natural products mm-hmm. is a really good place to start. Not only that, tampons and, you know, disposable um, pads take up to 800 years mm-hmm. to um, in landfill to, to go. 800 years, mm-hmm. like, so... I use reusable, you can get really good reusable pants, you can get really good reusable pads, you know, you get so much more value for your money, Mm -hmm. your yoni loves them, your womb feels so much more comfortable with them, and you can then teach your inner teenager or child on the Mm -hmm. letter, just get these ones, and these Mm -hmm. are really good, don't be afraid Mm -hmm. 
um, and just start to love it just a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a massive advocate for the period underwear because oh, of good. I use, and I think it's like an absolute game changer as well. Obviously, it's great for the environment, but I feel like it just it's it's just so easy and convenient in my so life. Easy. Like. I don't feel stressed about any leakages yeah. or anything like that. I just, I'm such a massive advocate for um, the pants. And something I learned because I had a gynecologist on my podcast not Amazing. too long ago, and she was talking about how the menstrual cup isn't for everyone because yeah. our wombs are different shapes and sizes, and you actually are not supposed to put yeah. menstrual cups in some. So if you're listening right now and you're thinking, why can't I make my menstrual cup fit, which is something that I did, it's because your womb isn't big enough yeah. or it's a, certain, a different shape mm. that doesn't suit it. So yeah, yeah, that's something that I learned recently and I was like we don't why is that not basic knowledge (laughs) no and also around our cervix we have so many nerve endings it's why women can reach multiple orgasms because we have so many different nerves if women are struggling I mean this is a whole different subject but if women are struggling with sensations and numbness and they're going on this rampage of like something is wrong with me go to your gynecologist Mm -hmm. and check if you know if you just had a fall Mm -hmm. if you fell down the stairs and something is knocked out of place around the nerves on your cervix Mm -hmm. it could simply be that Mm -hmm. it might not be a trauma or something that you're holding in the womb it could simply be a misplacement of a bone or a muscle or so gynecologist is really important to just go and get everything checked yeah. anyway. Um, ask to look at your cervix, ask to have a little look at everything, get to know your cervix, mm-hmm. things like that. And yeah, it's the more you you know get connected with those parts of yourself that we've been told to hide, mm-hmm. the more you're going to love yourself, the more the womb's going to start to bloom and flourish, mm-hmm. um, you know, rather than cave in in pain mm-hmm. and like hide away, you know, it's it's you know when we're sad all we want to do is like be given a big hug and a cup of tea and feel good and the womb's exactly the same you know she wants the love um but we're too afraid or we just haven't been taught how Mm -hmm. and most of the time it's because we haven't been taught how Mm -hmm. because a simple technique like I just did with you most people are not afraid of that Mm -hmm. because it's so easy Mm -hmm. it's actually so easy yeah um so yeah, it's step by step and just getting to know yourself a little bit deeper and yeah, yeah, checking out your menstrual cycle mm-hmm. patterns and things like that, which are really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, as we're still on the topic as well of like the menstrual cycle and the womb healing. So yeah. I pop, put up a couple of polls just to see, oh. li- li- listen to what people are saying. Wonderful. I reached out and said like, who feels like they're feeling over emotional this week, which okay. is something we discussed. Um, and I've got like a zero to a hundred percent bar, and wow. the common answer is eighty percent of people is always biased because it's my audience. But eighty percent of women who have voted, eighty percent are feeling over emotional this week, which wow. is interesting. Yeah, yeah, wow. Or what, or what we perceive as over emotional, I guess that's also something that could probably be discussed for exactly. Yeah, exactly. So for, yeah, firstly, it's it depends what you're going through and mm-hmm. you know any triggers that have triggered you. But if we lean into the part of the cycle that's going to bring up the emotions, mm-hmm. is the week prior to mm-hmm. the bleed and the week after yeah. the bleed. So the week prior, which is known as the Juan phase, which mm-hmm. we all know where we're, we can be monsters, like literally mm-hmm. we can be, which I think is absolutely fine. Yeah. Like call me a crazy <laughs> bitch. I don't care. Like I genuinely don't care because I know that that's part of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, there's no way on this earth I'm ever going to try and change that about me anymore. 
And the moment I accepted that that was part of who I was, because that's part of what being a woman is, Mm -hmm. the moment actually my emotions started to just Mm -hmm. balance back down, it's because we're always resisting against Mm -hmm. them because we're not good enough if we're over emotional or we're too sensitive or we're crazy or you're bipolar or you're psycho. Yeah. You know, it's these labels again, the judgment and Mm -hmm. judgment is that toxic energy that wounded energy that we all hold at some point in our lives but usually it's the judgment on ourselves Mm -hmm. it's not usually about what other people are thinking about us on that week Mm -hmm. it's how we're feeling being a mess in that week and it doesn't feel good to be Mm -hmm. out of control Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel good to have all these emotions come up it doesn't feel like it's where we're supposed to fit in society because again this is not we're not in a feminine society we're in a masculine driven what driven world yeah so there's not much space for us Mm -hmm. to give ourselves compassion Mm -hmm. so in that week of course past stuff is going to come up Mm -hmm. like that's what it's supposed to do it's Mm -hmm. supposed to bring it all up so you can love it you can accept it and then when your bleed Mm -hmm. comes your bleed flushes it out your bleed is like a natural detox it gets rid of all the toxins in your body it's where we die and then we get a chance to rebirth again the following week. Mm. So a lot of us and the week building up to our period, we can overeat or we can over try to get things outside of us that make us feel better because we're still trying to avoid these emotions. Yeah. We push people away quite easily yet all we want to do is be loved mm-hmm. um, I know for me in that week when I was having terrible breakdowns like episodes you wouldn't believe my emotions were off the scale mm-hmm. difficult yeah. I was creating you know blocks in my relationship arguments I was fighting I remember throwing a cup of coffee at my ex-boyfriend once mm-hmm. I was mad woman I was mad woman um, and I didn't realize it was just because I was not I was not allowing myself to feel. Mm -hmm. I was just, you know, avoiding it. And so it was building up. And emotions and high emotions are another signal from the womb to say, hey, please deal with this right now. And I tell you what, if you spend that week with like doing a mental session with someone or, or doing a healing session or meditation, if you spend that week you know, journaling around your emotions, it will help you with the rest of the month mm-hmm. because it will balance out your hormones. Yeah. Um, helps with your relationships, finance, career, yeah. everything because you don't get that ripple effect. Yeah. I also followed that question with who feels irrational and angry or wants to be left alone during that time, like you asked. Yeah. And 75% of people are saying, yeah, that's me. Yeah okay so yeah again it's that angry energy like you're saying that's yeah funny. the rage that comes up and we're afraid of our rage and we're afraid of our anger because we're told it's unattractive yeah. we're told men won't like us if mm-hmm. we're angry or we're jealous or we're rageful mm-hmm. um so we don't do it because we mm-hmm. have to be prim and proper or we have to be the light all the time mm-hmm. so this is why the womb because the womb is a dark space yeah. and the womb holds everything our darkness our lightness mm-hmm. so coming back to the womb and the menstrual cycle is an important part of womb healing Mm -hmm. and it's gonna mean facing the parts of yourself Mm -hmm. that are ugly and messy and destructive and rageful and jealous and all of those things are absolutely okay Mm -hmm. like it's so okay to be jealous Mm -hmm. of course it's okay to be jealous 
Like, it's an emotion. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. You're, you're a human being. Mm-hmm. It's just the judgment and the labels we put on it. Yeah. It's the mind again. Yeah. It's the mind again that feeds mm-hmm. the cycle. And so when we just start to accept and witness the emotions, mm-hmm. it's really great. But one thing in that week leading up where people want to be alone mm-hmm. is actually the time we need people the most. Mm-hmm. So if I was to give any guidance to anybody who is rageful in that week, who wants to be on their own, there is actually a deeper part of you that's only doing that Mm -hmm. because you actually want to be loved. Mm -hmm. You want to be loved in your mess. You want to be seen in it. You want to be heard in it. Mm -hmm. But we're so afraid to be seen Mm -hmm. that we push people away. So it's a really common theme with my clients who I do the divine cycle with that week. I have to try and guide them to actually open up the heart more. Mm -hmm. And the time that you need on your own is not the week up leading to your bleed. It's on your bleed. Mm -hmm. The time when you're actually bleeding is the time what you need to be on your own. Mm -hmm. Not the week leading up. The week leading up, we're taught, get everything away. Mm -hmm. Be on my own. I want to be on my own. Get out. And that's only coming because you want to be loved. We're so, we're so disconnected from allowing ourselves to be seen in the messy emotional stuff that doesn't seem attractive. We need to learn how to be loved in that. Mm-hmm. So firstly, loving ourselves in it and being like, right, actually, where can I get help? Mm-hmm. Where can I actually accept that this is just part of me right now? I'm a woman. My emotions and my hormones have drastically changed mm-hmm. in this week. There is nothing we can do. Like, start with acceptance Mm -hmm. that you're a woman and it's actually a magical thing to be Mm -hmm. because we can create a birth life. And then ask for help. Yeah. And love. I feel like I... I actually don't know what your answer is going to be to this question and it's actually the question from the previous guest. Okay. Um, But it's also a question that's also been asked by people as well. And I feel like we can feed it really nicely actually into the episode about um, a piece of advice that you would give to not not necessarily your younger self but mm. someone like a 12 13 year old yeah teenage girl for example and yeah. I feel like it's so fitting for this episode that the previous guest just randomly wow um, yeah I would I would love to know what you would say like not particularly to yourself but maybe a the daughter or a younger generation like what something you yeah learned. it doesn't even have to be related to yeah, okay. the episode if you don't want it to but yeah what a great question i mean i would sit yeah. her down for hours, hours. yeah absolutely <laughs> i'd be like yeah this is this, what this, i go into sacred space and let's do all the magical stuff it's one of one of the many things maybe yeah see, see now i don't want to be in my mind so this is an example of what i would do i would just tap into my heart and just mm-hmm. and maybe my womb and just feel what what wants to come up So for me, what's coming up is around communication. I don't know if it's like part of my teenage self that's like, maybe I need to go and do a bit of this. Mm -hmm. Um, But one thing that has been in my space recently is um, my first kind of sexual experiences I had Mm -hmm. as a a teenager. And I just had difficult they were. Mm Um, and also my first, the first ever time I actually had sex and, and just, just what that, that, what that came with, but mainly not the first time I had sex. It was the sexual kind of experiences or the, the, when we start to dive into those pleasure arms of Mm -hmm. ourselves. And I remember 
feeling like I, so I started like self-pleasure and stuff from a really young age. I was very like into feeling my emotions and pleasures. I was very feminine. So I always explored different ways and I, I learned it really young, you know, as young as like 10, 9, 10. Um, and so I developed a really sexual relationship with myself from quite young and the one thing that I did was I shamed myself for it because, again, we're not taught. And I didn't feel like I could ask my mom or my dad because I felt embarrassed. Yeah. Um, and so that caused me quite a lot of internal pain mm-hmm. growing up because there was a lot of myself that just didn't understand what was going on. So if I was to give advice to anyone who's like starting to feel into like their pleasure realms, their sensuality, their sexuality is to communicate because, you know, we don't know at that age who or what we're going to be or what we're going to like. Like Mm -hmm. one of my my first ever experiences was with a girl, but I'm straight, you know? So, you know, there was part of me at that time that thought, am I gay? And that was really hard yeah. because I had no idea if I was gay or straight because I had no one mm-hmm. to talk to about this because I felt so ashamed yeah. of like, well, what am I? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I got to a point where I, I moved through that, but I realized it was just an experience I was having of pleasure and it was something that I was being adventurous in and that's so normal. Mm-hmm. Again, we don't have to put ourselves in boxes from being 12 or 13 years old. Mm-hmm. We get to explore as long as we're communicating and not feeling shameful. Because yeah. if we're feeling shameful through not communicating to people we trust and love, we can start to really shelter ourselves. And that's, I think, where it can be quite difficult for teenagers to move through what, what they're feeling internally sexually. So it would be to communicate... Even to seek help if you can't communicate with your parents. Mm -hmm. There's so many helplines. I had to ring helplines when I was a child because I couldn't communicate with Mm -hmm. the childhood I grew up with was, you know, really challenging. So I I had to call helplines when I was in need of just someone to give me advice. And there was plenty of times when that happened, you know, through... um, you know, things like my period and when I first ever got a bacterial infection and thrush and things like that, I didn't have my mom to speak to about it. She she was living somewhere else. So I, um, I rang these helplines. So communication, it's like yeah. just reaching out to some sort of communication, an email, like, you know, me and you, like, reach out to us, send us a message, like, there are people to help, and if we can't help, you guide them to someone who can, Mm -hmm. but it's knowing that it's the best thing to do, it is just so important to communicate, yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that would be any kind of advice I would give at that age, is to learn to use your voice. Yeah, absolutely, and even if you aren't comfortable to speak to 
someone close to you like a family figure or friends that like you said reach out to people online who talk about something that you're worried about and there are a lot of people doing a whole host of niches now on social media so it's it I think social media is so great for the younger generation in that sense that they can access information that might not be so readily available at home yeah yeah Um, so yeah I absolutely agree with you and I feel like that's such a beautiful response about communication and so so very necessary I would have have needed that advice and just yeah just to be like it's it's okay to talk about this stuff like you shouldn't feel ashamed so okay like Mm -hmm. it's you know the there's so much wrapped in that like Mm -hmm. yeah I know I didn't communicate because I felt I felt like I was ashamed that I was feeling pleasure so young like Mm -hmm. is this normal is it okay Mm -hmm. like am I being going to be slut shamed and all this different stuff it's like the judgment again Mm -hmm. and um I know that if I could use my voice or had the ability to be able to speak up at that age I probably would have saved myself a lot of pain and internal discomfort Mm -hmm. of like yeah so definitely learn to use the voice absolutely Mm. Absolutely. do you have a question that I could set for the next guest oh I know okay this is a good one I love asking this question to people. When you were young, when you were a child, I know you're going to say yes, did you feel like you could sense spirits and you were psychic or you had some ability to just know around like the intuitive, psychic, witchy realms of like who you are? Because I definitely knew that I held that within me as a kid. Yeah. Is that is that something that the next person ever felt and how and if they've had an experience with that, mm-hmm. especially from being young mm-hmm. or that, or even that like intuitive guidance where it's like um, you just know, yeah, you know, like you yeah. just know. It's yeah. like you might be speaking about someone and then they start calling your phone, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. So yeah, you can maybe, you know, get the question a bit more yeah. <laughs> linear and structured. Yeah, but yeah, around that, I think it would be really nice to ask someone if they've ever had any psychic experiences. Yeah. I can't wait to hear their answer as well. So thank you very much You're for welcome. sharing that. And of course, all of Grace's socials will be in the podcast description. Yeah. Is there anything else in particular that you want to shout out on or you've obviously got your courses and I'll link everything amazing no just thank you for having me Mm. and um everybody who's you know wanted to listen Mm -hmm. and just kind of dive into it and just uh, just really just affirming that this is you know this is a gentle practice and not to be too hard on yourself and you know just kind of yeah reach for the right heart reach for the right guidance and um yeah, just simple practices to just help you coming back into that, the body and knowing that this is um, something that we're all kind of moving through. Yeah. So, and I'm sending loads of love to anybody who's yeah. kind of felt it today and moving through it. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. my love. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much You're for welcome. your time and I guess You're your vulnerability welcome. as well, like sharing your story and what you do. And yeah, I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, and I hope anyone listening to this right now is having a lovely, peaceful, enjoyable (laughs) week. And yeah, we'll see you next week for a brand new episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye.